listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Drip too hard, don't stand too close. You gonna fuck around and drift, uh, drown off this wave. Doing all these shows, I've been on the road, and I don't care where I go, long as I get paid. Bad little vibe, she been on my mind. As soon as I get back, she getting slayed. Do this all the time, it ain't no surprise. Every other night, another move get made. Drip too hard, don't stand too close. You gonna fuck around, and drown off this wave. Doing all the shows, I've been on the road, and I don't care where I go, long as I get paid. Bad little vibe, she been on my mind. As soon as I get back, she getting slayed. Do this all the time, it ain't no surprise. Yeah, every other night, another movie get made. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy this podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a monday night we are well, thank you for listening don't forget new year's resolutions check out itunes and stitcher to leave us five star views mm-hmm. that's it that is the new year's resolution that's what we need from you guys it's kind of energy we're trying to take into this uh this uh this 2019 mm-hmm. trying to keep it going if you're outside the u.s this means you too yep y'all can leave them too i see the charts we big in botswana okay i want y'all to get out there and support us leave them reviews we need these reviews all right guys um the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport it's bullet ball. and bullet ball extreme um and today's podcast is brought to you by um a sexy sexy sponsor adam and eve is determined to help you spice things up in the bedroom and they are gonna make sure that you are ready or not um check this out go to adamandeve.com and you'll get 50 percent off of almost any item when you enter offer code tbgwt at checkout but that's not all in that deal they also want to include the big o kit which is a uh climax some climax gel and a mini vibrator okay use it accordingly uh and also in addition to that they want to give you free shipping all you got to do is go to adamandeve.com pick out one item it could be anything lingerie they got these costumes they got these pillows they got condoms they got movies all kinds of stuff uh and then you get it half off and then you give you the big o kit and they give you free shipping all you have to do to get that deal go to adamandeve.com and then check out uh make sure you put tbgwt in the offer code box that's tbgwt at adamandeve.com all right let's get into the show uh all kinds of stuff going on in the world today um trying to see where best to start Uh, actually i need to put this over here uh all right and let's see we can start with uh this
ask you There's something that I want to know Answer this question You have the answer So tell me what I want to know Do you want a phone? Do you want a phone? Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you want a phone, let me show you how. Do you want a phone with me? Do you want a phone with me? All right, we got all kinds of news happening uh, mm-hmm. today. Um, most of it not good, to be honest with you guys. Mm-hmm um but we'll just we we're here to cover it um employees can be fired in um 26 states for just being lgbtq but can the supreme court make that even worse not better worse oh yeah the court is considering three cases that ask whether title uh i think it's seven of the civil rights act of 1964 protects against sexual orientation or gender identity discrimination it should yeah uh now apparently uh it says update january 10th uh supreme court relisted this conference date on the three cases friday january 11th so maybe this has already been voted on um supreme court on friday will consider taking three cases that uh could determine whether an employer can legally discriminate against employees for being lgbtq if the court agrees to hear some or all of the petitions it will be testing both the strength of employment discrimination law under title seven and uh retired uh supreme court justice anthony kennedy's lgbtq rights legacy uh two cases with two different outcomes in the lower courts present the court uh with uh the question of whether title seven of the civil rights act in 1964 prohibits on discrimination because of sex including uh discrimination on the basis of a person's sexual orientation um the u.s court of appeals for the second court for the second circuit uh held that title seven does protect an employee from being fired because they are gay in that case donald zarda a skydiving instructor sued altitude express claiming the company fired him for being gay and failing to conform to the macho male sex stereotypes of his co-workers altitude express wants the supreme court to reverse the second circuit uh the second case involves gerald bostock who alleges he was fired from his job as a child welfare services coordinator for a georgia court, uh, county juvenile court system after his employee found out he is gay in may a three-judge panel for the u.s court of appeals for the 11th circuit ruled in an unpublished uh procurium decision that bostock couldn't sue his employer because title 7 doesn't ban discrimination based on sexual orientation bostock wants the supreme court to reverse the 11th circuit the supreme court has previously avoided answering this question declining in december 2017 to take the case of jamika evans a georgia security guard who claims she was harassed at work and forced to quit her job because she's a lesbian the 11th circuit ruled against evans creating a split with the 7th circuit court of appeals which had previously ruled title 7 covered such claims evans unsuccessfully asked the supreme court to step in this time the court has relisted both bostock and zarda for consideration together a signal the justices are giving the questions a serious second look well um this is on the ballot um we knew that the president gets to pick who the supreme court justices were 
we knew that the republicans mm-hmm. were willing to hold up the decision of uh confirming uh the justice obama had picked even when it was uh kind of a middle of the road justice not necessarily some uber leftist pro- progressive mm-hmm. judge mm-hmm. they still held it up um so they could get uh you know that rapey dude in there so uh be interesting to see what those decisions turn out to be but i'm not you know if they decide to hear them i'm not looking it's not gonna i don't know doesn't feel like it's gonna look too good nope and uh you have the right to work so basically you're if they rule rule like these people can discriminate basically they saying lgbtq people have don't have the right to work that's basically what you're saying and that's dumb right if you're found out to be gay you don't have the right to work that, that's basic that's basically what you're saying in a nutshell without sugarcoating it and 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 making it look pretty in bubbles and, and no you're basically saying you do not have the right to work and what does that mean like go at gay people just not supposed to have jobs right like they just supposed to go away they're gonna stop being gay because they can't find a job like you're just trying to put people back in the closet it's ridiculous um posing as gay men on twitter a troll goes viral with attempts to falsely tie the lgbtq community to pedophilia this is a big thing like 4chan boys do um it's it's what they would call a quote-unquote false flag operation they get these aliases and they pretend to be gay people on social media because all you got to do is steal some picture and you know put up a description in your bio no one's confirming you are who you are on twitter um and then they start saying stuff that are uh, the worst uh, uh what's the best word the worst um uh, misrepresentations of the lgbtq community specifically mm-hmm. that all of them are some sort of sexual deviants that are going to force themselves on children and stuff it's, it's one of the go-tos that uh bigots use to try to like demagogue uh our lgbtq uh brothers and sisters and um they ended up um uh and not about nerd folks of course but they end up basically um because there aren't gay people doing this shit they essentially become the demon that they want us to believe exists so now they're the ones out there being like i am pro lgbtq and that means even having sex with little kids and it's like no one no, thinks that but you right and then you're trying to make the the bad guy you're trying to make the monster that you claim exists um around christmas day carl cross and don collinge anyway uh started receiving emails from their fans telling them their pictures were being used to promote pedophilia in several viral posts on twitter they were out they were outraged emails they were saying how can that be you are not pro pedophilia i know that cross and collinge are gay travel bloggers who tell their followers that of gay friendly and lgbtq owned businesses and communities throughout the world they had no idea their faces were being used to promote an idea they found abhorrent One oh of, so they stole some so when they do that they steal real people's faces mm-hmm. i mean but you know when they do the black stuff that that they do where they try to pretend to be pro-black but then they go out there and say all the stuff that pro-black people don't really say um they'd steal real people's pictures i mean they don't care where they get it from sometimes it's just a stock photo like black guy with gun they take that picture and then they go out there and they're like i love trump you know yeah these people get harassed they're like what the fuck i didn't say none of this uh one of their pictures for treaters crossing collins kissing uh in front of a rainbow flag has been stolen by a twitter troll who went by the name alex an account that was created in december the account has tweeted messages promoting pedophilia 
it's frustrating to see someone misusing our image for political purposes basing basically supporting an argument against lgbtq community with our work this has happened on twitter right yeah this they can stop this shit they just opt not to yep um and it's weird because it's a catch-22 because there's no real verification on twitter unless you become a verified account with a check mark right you know and then at the same time some people say well it's good because we need anonymity we need this and that but i'm like there's so much negative shit on twitter because it is almost like one step up from reddit how do you regulate anything that's true it 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 is a catch-22 uh and we kind of talked about this before particularly your um, brown people and lgbtq people i could see a lot of people going i don't want my name out there like twitter is probably the only place that i could get on social media and put my views out there without dealing with a lot of the backlash a lot of the trolling i mean if your account gets so big you're gonna have to deal with it regardless but you know for the average person they're never going to get that big so they just want to be able to uh navigate social media (laughs) without you know people taking them linking them to their jobs linking them to this linking them to that like a lot of people like if that's the case i would just fucking get off the site yep uh it's frustrating to see someone use it um the account successfully spread across twitter the deliberately defamatory idea that pedophilia is an acceptable part of lgbtq life yeah and then you have all these like hateful bigots who have been waiting on this confirmation so they can go quote tweet this and share this and look what these gay people believe you know it's one of the things about twitter even when it's used in a quote-unquote right way and in stuff i agree with it's one of the worst things about twitter which is people will go seek out people want to dunk on you on twitter Mm -hmm. like it's a lot of let me find the person saying something silly or stupid quote tweet them or reply to them or do take a picture of it or something so that i can be smarter than them and i'm not saying that's wrong it's it's just a nature of the beast of twitter uh i'm sure i've done it a million times i'm sure people have done it to me a million times um but in some ways it's bad that it goes viral like that because you do have stuff like this where people just looking for somebody to be their huckleberry and it doesn't matter that this isn't authentic it doesn't matter that this isn't a problem that actually exists people will go and be like aha found one and now they're sharing it and going see this is why we can't have gay people in the bathrooms and this is why you you can't allow them to have jobs and this is why meanwhile the problem doesn't actually exist this did not actually happen there is not some gay person advocating this shit the same thing with uh for for black people listening to this right now in case you're not on board with what i'm saying it's the same problem we have with voter suppression mm-hmm. they always take an example of well somebody voted and they weren't supposed to vote and it's like well we actually did the research there were three people and you know the the millions of people that voted yeah and uh for two of them it was an accident and for one of them uh they got arrested it was an error or some shit you know and then they turn around and they're like no we need to stop all black people from voting it's the only way to be sure like that's kind of what this shit is where it's like there is no real problem but they want to make a quote-unquote solution to a not real problem you know which is to eradicate lgbtq people that's all this shit is there's this is nothing short of that right um anyway yeah the internet has allowed people another tool to be anonymous and to do shit like this you know you you if you had to go do this with your actual face and you had to go pretend to be gay and pretend to be a pedophile there's a there's a lot of trolls that wouldn't want their face attached to this they wouldn't want to actually be on tv they don't believe in this shit that much but the internet makes it easy 
i'll just steal a picture of this guy now now look at me um speaking of cishet people being a danger to uh to uh queer people two women charged with kidnapping and sexual battery after following a trans woman into a bar bathroom oh now i was told that uh trans people going in the bathroom was supposed to be a danger to the rest of us right all the cis head people we supposed to be the ones that are scared right right how come we don't read that on the store on, on the show i'm looking for the articles i come i don't read all the where are all the reputable articles that are like yeah man trans people have just been going in the bathroom harming folks it's not happening but i have read several of these type of articles that are us straight people being a fucking danger to someone that just wants to use the fucking bathroom two north carolina of course north carolina two north carolina women have been charged with felony kidnapping and sexual battery after they allegedly followed a transgender woman to a bar bathroom and attacked her in december you could have just mind your fucking business ain't that the truth amber harrell 38 jessica fowler 31 followed the victim into the women's restroom at milk bar in raleigh and proceeded to lock the door and follow the woman's buttocks and chest she pulls her shirt up and says do you want to see her my boobies and she pressed me up against the wall with her bare chest the victim said in a 911 call immediately after the alleged incident the attack what the fuck are you even trying to prove what is happening the attack began in the bathroom when the two women followed the victim into the bar and continued to harass her um uh according to investigators harold was arrested last week in the charge of 50 uh, released on fifty thousand dollars bond fowler was released on thirty thousand dollars bond after turning herself in north carolina became the focal point of national controversy two years ago of transgender people's public bathroom use yet this is one of the reasons that that law and the people advocating for that law are so fucking dangerous it's not even whether you pass the law or not it's the fact that you rile up these bigots you empower them with the fucking power of the state to make them think i am right to harass these people so then they feel like i'll take it among my own self and whether the law passes or not you have told me that people with power support my bigoted point of view the shit has an effect it's not you're not just talking theory into a fucking vacuum you're fucking with people's real lives um so yeah um that's ridiculous i hope they both go to fucking jail yes sir press all the charges stay your ass in your seat like i'm not i'm not some pie in the sky person that believes everybody's gonna get on board with not being a bigot or not being racist misogynistic homophobic all that i don't believe in that i know that won't happen correct i've been in america long enough i've read enough about america long enough to know that's not that's an impossibility the vast majority of people uh can mind their fucking business though you can do that so i like asking you to come around and educate and evolve and become an ally and all that shit the vast majority of people will never ever even attempt that get close to that or give a fuck about that many of them will still actively hate anyone who isn't like them but what we can advocate is whether it's laws whether it's social pressure through mocking or whatever stay your ass at your table and mind your fucking business that just costs you 30 or fifty thousand dollars or five thousand whatever you had to pay to get out of bail that weekend that shit just costs you money to be a fucking bigot that was a five thousand dollar problem to you a three thousand dollar problem right what what is wrong with you um 
all right more horrible news um i know i know it's all fucking terrible i'm sorry another black man visited the home of ed buck but this man made it out alive edward bernard peter buck 64 is a prominent american donor to the democratic party who recently made headlines after two black men were found dead in the west hollywood home police reported buck's alleged victims were drugged after the medical officials after medical officials examined their bodies reports showed methamphetamine meth was the immediate cause of death for the victim jamel moore 26 uh who was found dead in buck's apartment july 27 2017 the latest black man has been identified as 55 year old timothy dean who was found dead in buck's apartment monday january 7th both cases were in the last 18 months now another black man jermaine gang gang gagnon um has come out saying that he too was in with buck in the apartment where the two men were found dead gagnon claims buck paid to have him flown out to los angeles from minnesota and drugged him by dissolving the substance into his gatorade before he then injected him with drugs buck says the first time they met the drugs were not part of their arrangement but on the second visit buck introduced meth yeah so i feel like the unspoken story here and i hate to speculate like this if i'm wrong i'm wrong and i'm sorry but seem like he's maybe paying these dudes or there's some sort of sexual stuff that he's that's supposed to be going on because i mean arrangement you're talking about Mm -hmm. you're not talking so it doesn't sound like this is just like a friend within this circle it sounds like he's finding young black gay men or, or in this case a 55 year old man but um he's finding people almost like you would a prostitute or something yeah and that's what people have been saying people are saying that he's going out and finding these men and drugging them and abusing them right and two of them have been found dead in his house like nigga in your house dog in in where you breathe they one had a house one had a journal detailing exactly what the fuck you tried to do to him and then ended up dead and by by this overdose and of course police uh nothing we can do here you know democratic party still taking his donations hey he's rich we need the money you know because they don't really give a fuck about black gay people they don't give a fuck you know at the end of the day i mean they should be able to turn that dude down and say ah we don't want your money you know it doesn't give a fuck who you donating to um anyway um so he says uh he always told me in, in my house i'm the only person that can administrate he was the only person that would give the drugs to anybody he only smoked he would make a needle to inject himself but he would inject me first i never saw him inject himself in front of me these are his drugs his needles gagnon says he never did meth prior to meeting buck gagnon says the meth made him extremely aggressive and angry it hit me my body went to tingling my mouth went to jittery i got so high that i was enraged i cussed him out made a big scene at the apartment and he pretty much put me out and i changed back into my clothes he paid me 250 dollars and i left you know what i'm wondering too is um oh he got receipts too he got pictures everything um yeah because this is what this dude does like yeah and these are pictures of like a box of dildos and sex toys ed buck invited you flight a a two three seven three from lax to dallas fort worth Buck's attorney Seymour Amster refused to comment on the accusation, saying, We see no reason to respond to unverified accusations of individuals just trying to seek attention. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck wanna seek attention this way? Come on. They got he got receipts. He got the fucking pictures. What are you talking about? Yeah, man. This is some sick shit, cause I this is his thing. 
right this is what he does this is his thing god damn um but yeah somehow he's still out right now uh he's not in jail um this is crazy you can just be responsible involved in two deaths and then another person is like this motherfucker does this by the way i guarantee you there's more people that have stories yes this person kept receipts and maybe that's why he felt comfortable coming forward but um clearly this is a thing Mm -hmm. some sort of fetish thing with him black men and drugs yes uh gay people can't get restraining orders against their partners in north carolina but that may change what the fuck north carolina (laughs) our state man uh here's one area where north carolina stands alone it's the only state in the country that won't let people in same-sex dating relationships get a domestic violence protective order the only state out of 50 states you mean south carolina better than something something florida everybody now nc attorney general josh don is taking step taking a rare step of calling the law unconstitutional in an effort to get it overturned in court in an interview this week he said he also plans to talk to state legislators about change, changing the law when they return to raleigh later this month well i guess that's good i mean this is why you vote it's just nonsensical that on an issue where we work so hard to keep people safe so they don't have to live in fear they'll be assaulted or murdered that they'll be assaulted or murdered that we will have to we would deny that protection to people just because they're gay stein said uh in north carolina anyone who's a victim of domestic violence can file criminal charges against their abusers um but a quicker option is of course uh a 500b protective order i mean 50b protective order um commonly known as a restraining order the issue the order issued by a judge can force alleged abusers to stay away from victims lose custody of their children or give up their guns in many cases gay people are legally barred from getting a restraining order in north carolina uh, prohibition a prohibition that exists nowhere else in the country according to stein and others who advocate for changing the law <sighs> yes the the law should be changed this is stupid it's dumb this is literally stupid you're not gonna make people not be gay by not protecting them i don't know what do people think they're gonna blink their fingers and all the lgbtq people are just gonna vanish where where they gonna go right well if we don't respect their rights they just won't be gay that's actually not how that works come on you know it's honestly genocide on gay people that's what it is it's genocide because the only other thing you're trying to say is by not protecting you your life isn't valuable so if you get killed or injured or something that's on you deal with it you know the point that's the point we want you to not exist that's the whole point that's the fucking point and that's one of the reasons people don't want to hear kevin hart talk about what's just a joke and what's not it's all fucking related whether he's ignorant to it or not this is why i know people don't want him to be responsible to that level of bullshit but that's why people don't think it's funny if you want to know why it's not just them picking on him for no fucking reason (sighs) a new alumni network launched for lgbtq people from hbcus Uh, human rights foundation the educational arm of the lgbtq rights organization hrc has announced it's launching a lgbti alumni 
network for those who attended hbcus hbcu stands for historically black college and universities the network is being organized in conjunction with the new site hbcu buzz details of the network were announced during hrc's 13th annual hbcu summit in atlanta last week hbcu buzz founder luke jawal wait luke lawal said in a statement more than 1 million african americans live in the united states at 3.7 percent identify as lgbtq this partnership may represent those 3.7 percent statistically but is a step in the right uh direction for all of us leslie hall 29 is the associate director of hrc's hbcu program he is a two-time historically black university uh graduate um now uh working towards a third degree a phd in higher education leadership and policy at howard university hall's currently based in prince george's county maryland and was happy to answer some more questions for gay star news about the network um so yeah man they 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 talked about basically um this uh starting this network that uh, um help help gay people that Mm -hmm. uh lgbtq people that um you know go to hbcus as well because i mean it's like that's the thing if black people go to a university guess what all kinds of black people go there okay it's not just one kind of black person there <laughs> you might meet some different people from different walks of life different genders sexual orientations and that's the for me religion right i know for me that was a beautiful thing about going to federal state was that you realized that there was all types of black people right you know because you know you get around your family and your friends you know as a child you know most children i mean you might travel with your family but you don't really get outside or really get to know people outside of your hometown so when you kind of leave and go off to these colleges and universities you actually meet people from different backgrounds different parts of the country you'll even learn more about your own fucking state i know for me i was like where the hell is that in north carolina you know so it is a a a, a beautiful experience and it'll really open up your eyes uh let's get into some other news oh kevin hart is still on his apology tour of not apologizing but apologizing sorry Um, not sorry this time he went on the breakfast club and despite repeated vows in previous interviews where he said it would be the last time he would address it it's over i'm over that kevin hart once again had more largely similar things to say about the whole oscars thing in a new breakfast club interview i didn't watch the breakfast club and uh Mm-mm. you know that's uh i mean what do you expect it's not like anyone on that station can hold them to any level of task or ask them any questions that are more than you know too probing because they they can't hold up to their own shit i mean that's a platform that made jokes about killing transgender people last year not 2008 not 2012 last year so what the fuck are they gonna be able to tell kevin hart uh kevin hart being uh also did a fresh air interview on npr i listened to this uh episode of the podcast uh with terry gross interviewing him i love her yeah terry gross is a great interviewer she's been doing that for years you know i really like how she's able to ask questions um without it becoming like hostile right like she let him answer for himself but she just made sure to ask the questions that fucking made him have to put the answers out there that illuminated a lot 
and i learned a lot about kevin hart in this interview that i really didn't know before and i'm glad it was terry gross that that was there because that's the i wish i could interview as good as her like she's that good oh she's excellent um but the thing i took away from the interview um well there was two major things one kevin hart is just simply not a very smart man and i don't mean that to uh be an insult but i it's one of the reasons his comedy is not really that attractive to a lot of us is because his stand-up he doesn't take the next level of the joke it's not very introspective it's very simple basic life observations but it's also probably what makes him so popular is that everyone can identify with a certain level of like oh yeah, yeah i've had that life observation you know he's saying the things that i thought and it's not that deep but it's also kind of funny because i've thought that before you know um there is no like kevin hart joke or stand-up bit that we all talk about all the time there is none um and that's not like i said it's not an insult i know it sounds shady but i don't mean it that way i really don't um but hearing him talk and answer these questions and not try to be funny with it it showed the like oh he can't go more to surface level deep like he he's capable of being like these things happened like when i was a kid uh, the, the idea of being gay the idea of calling someone an insulting slur that for for a homophobic slur these were things that happened in my neighborhood but i didn't know anyone who was gay i didn't that i knew of i didn't hang around anybody that was gay if someone did something we'd be like stop that that's gay but he doesn't consider that bad he doesn't consider that homophobic he basically as far as he's concerned because no gay people were around to hear this it was almost as if it couldn't be bad it would only be bad if you were to do this to a gay person um which like i we've been talking about it for a week but it's like i said last time we talked about it that's what i got from him oh he's homophobic in the i don't call people the f word homophobic i mean i don't i believe that them being gay is a choice i believe gay i i still conflate gay with weak i still conflate um homosexuality and as as like if two men get too close hugging i'll go stop it that's gay like i still kind of have that mentality um but i'm not gonna come out and say anything that would you know purposely fuck up my back um so that was one of the things i noticed actually i think it was three things the other thing i noticed he stopped doing those bits in his act and while i have a certain level of respect for the fact that he stopped using those things in his act it was more of a uh calculating choice than it was a um moral choice like like you you know and 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 i've as i've said earlier in the show i'm a pragmatist i can deal with that i know a lot of people will still hate him for that and there's gonna be a lot of people that don't give a fuck it's like the only right answer is to make the moral obligation to do better with your life and i and i get that and i understand that but as a realist as a pragmatist i am willing to take shutting the fuck up that is a compromise i'm willing to take yes it is i'm not trying to like i'm not trying to win hearts and minds all the fucking time some motherfuckers ain't never coming around but i will take you need to stop doing that shit yep because i just want the action to change yeah maybe you don't understand why but that's okay then you don't get it but stop okay and i take i will take that because most comedians won't even do that to be honest 
most comedians will fight you back and i'm the funny one i know funny even if i'm getting booed even if i'm bombing even if everyone's telling me they don't want to work with me i have the ego that says i'm funny and i'm selfish with it and i'm greedy and you better fucking laugh and if you don't laugh fuck you you're the problem pc mafia blah 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 so i will take the fact that without really truly being called to carpet for it very hard back in 2010 uh he found out uh through and, and in 2012 again but he heard or found out or whatever when he got interviewed and motherfuckers start asking him questions about this stuff and he said oh i'm not gonna say that anymore and then was like because y'all don't think it's funny and you know what a lot of people have gummed down on him for that but that's really the job and that's all i ask of you right it's bonus points if you can get past just don't do it because it's not fucking no one thinks it's funny anymore or it's offensive and you're pissing people off and you claim to not be that kind of comedian if you're a professional comedian find another joke you made up all the other jokes you can't find was that joke really a big part of the act you can't find another joke so i actually appreciate him retiring a bit and i understood that so i meant to say that was the second thing i learned the third thing i learned too was something where i actually thought he had a point and i just don't think he's the person to articulate it and therefore he is not the person i want to build my argument around but it's something that i feel as a well i would call myself a comedian not a stand-up comedian but i'm a comedian i make my living being funny making people laugh terry gross and a lot of people like terry gross are like there's a right there's a there's a thing to comedy where you need to be right and if you're right then it can be funny and i disagree fundamentally i and i think that's just a comedian thing i don't know that it's a uh i i just don't i think there's like all this stuff that people will tell you about these rules of being funny and you have to punch up and you can't punch down and it has to be this and you never mock a group based on their religion or their race or that sounds good on paper but in execution that's actually not true Mm mm-hmm i've seen it work the other way there's a there's a rhythm and a craft and a formula to to what is funny yes and people don't respect it and it's so fucked up because you have the people that don't respect it that are just like biggest and idiots and you know they just don't give a fuck about anything right but then you also have these really snooty leftist people that don't respect it as if it's just some easy shit and then without a fucking doubt it's all of those motherfuckers are not funny Mm-mm. they can't even take a joke every last one of these people are just fucking debbie downer ass niggas that none of us go to for humor because we're like all you do is sap the funny out of shit yep don't have a sense of humor so there's this middle ground that i'm kind of like um that i'm operating in as a comedic brain and it's like no you can craft a thing that is shocking to my senses you can craft a thing that i don't agree with right you can craft a thing that is well constructed as your point of view and i go that made me laugh i don't agree with it yes like and i understand that line varies per person but for me if it's framed a certain way i will laugh it doesn't mean i'm in agreement. and a lot of people go if i laugh i must be in agreement. and like you said that that's false it's a lot of shit that people joke about that i go i wouldn't do that shit or i wouldn't say that shit but that motherfucker is funny yeah and it's the thing where you know there's comedian uh patrice o'neill eddie murphy um some of richard Pryor's bits um 
you know uh shit a ton of def jams type of shit bernie max entire the fucking kings of comedy almost their entire sets especially bernie max there are things i laugh at that i'm like yeah but you can't live life in the way that this guy is going on stage and presenting right you know when i watch boys in the hood i don't go that was entertaining now i'm gonna go kill some people you know so i do understand his bigger point it's just he's not the one to make it because he's not smart enough to have the nuanced talk or to talk about the deeper level of well there's a bunch of shit that happens on stage that's just not the rules for life you know and people try to do this thing and and of course it, it has happened to him it's happened to every comedian where they strip the the humor from the attempt at humor from what you're doing and just go it's like you wrote literary prose it's like you wrote a fucking blog or something that said these are my thoughts when really there is a a supposed uh a given in a stand-up situation especially of well i'm joking i don't mean this don't take it too serious some of these jokes won't be funny some of them will uh you may find one joke funny and not the next one it's not a check mark check mark check mark we agree on everything um another example i agree with most of the stand-up i've seen from bill maher i agree with most of it it's not funny to me he's not very funny it's not because i'm offended i just do not find it to be funny too much of it relies on do you agree with me or not and there's some people that go up for that i'm sure he still sells out shows and had in tours there's some people that go up for like i just want to see a guy present the ideas i believe about the world and i agree with and i'm gonna clap after each time he takes a breath and for an hour and we'll call that good stand-up i would not you know um so anyway all that to say like that part of the conversation was more interesting to me but end of the day uh kevin hart in these interviews man he said he's not gonna do no more but every time he does it a good interviewer is gonna have to ask him those questions and he comes off kind of defensive he comes off making himself out to be the real victim of this shit um and i think it's just a double standard of black masculinity that people go it's okay for him to be wrong about these things it's okay for he's still a good person even though you know if we held him to the same standards we held everybody to we'd be like well he also seems homophobic to me you know and the more interviews he does the more i'm just convinced he's lightweight homophobic it's not you know he would he would not say some of these things in mixed company he would mm-hmm. not uh call you a homophobic slur or something like that i don't you know he still considers himself a good person but he's lightweight homophobic and a lot of us because of you know just like all of us we all have it put into us from society and we all have traces of it but some people can't reconcile it because they know that it's bad or wrong to be that but they don't want to ever consider themselves bad or wrong so that's what i got from the interview i know you haven't listened yet no i haven't listened to it but it's a good interview i I suggest people go listen to it if if you uh you know but like i said i I, i'll tell you what i enjoyed listening to it i can't even suggest y'all do whatever because motherfuckers are so sensitive these days uh and kevin hart is absolutely right about y'all being too sensitive pc mafia out to get everybody um but not i I don't know if i don't know if it would be offensive to other people or not I, i didn't find it to be so um but and i and that's the thing about my sense of humor and and my ability to stomach conversations is sometimes i i see other people and how like triggered or or hurt they are by these conversations so maybe y'all would be hurt by it i didn't find it to be so but 
um it just more came across as like oh this dude is so out of his depth even talking about this he made a long a decision a long time ago to just not do the jokes and he thinks we should just look at that and say that's maturity that's being a good person and an ally and you know what in most of the world that is it's really only hollywood and political officer where we ask you to go to extra step and like now you need to become an ally and he's not with that shit which uh if you want to judge him for that i completely understand same um let's see what else uh french montana on r kelly let somebody enjoy their legacy whatever happened happened all the people just on goals talking to tmz said all the greats went down like that let somebody enjoy their legacy whatever happened happened man my what french say said he believed kelly's goal was evident when he's saying my mind's telling me no with my body my body's telling me yes in the song bump and grind people don't let nobody have their legendary moments french said when asked the people should stop listening to r kelly okay i mean what else is fucking german wyoming gonna say it's not like he's uh the smartest man he has said and done some wild shit in the past so yeah i've heard his name before i like i said i don't know anything about him other than i know the name when it's said truth be told i don't know anything else yeah i'm not a huge fan of his either but this is why also r kelly has been allowed to cook for so long this attitude is prevalent he's just one of the people that will say it out loud but you know there's a lot of people like this out there in the world it's like oh but it's music and and that's how he's been getting by for for decades now um after being on the brink of divorce pastor john gray and his wife are going to host a relationship conference word those who can't teach Mm-mm. you gonna i signed us up no i'm not going okay well maybe they could give mm-hmm. us some advice that we haven't uh you, be, you better take the side chick <laughs> most after mega church pastor john gray revealed that he and his wife were on the verge of getting a divorce the couple announced that they will be hosting a relationship conference bill a line at their southern carolina the south carolina church next month one of the most impacting relationship conferences of 2019 damn they turned this into a hustle you gotta give it to them they beyonce and jade this shit pretty good he cheated on her got a car out of it got saved by td jakes and now this motherfucker about to cash all your uh conference coins your fave could never care the hustle don't stop no the hustle don't stop Mm -mm. Mm, no no anybody asking have y'all really healed you know have y'all gone through the nobody no time for that karen conference starts february 7th no 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 time anybody getting any counseling any none of that happening no no couples counseling no 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 let's take some time off let's let's actually be sure this we got a foundation for well by february 7th they've had plenty of time off karen and then they can do the conference it's the seventh through the ninth so guys no shows for the blackout to us the seventh through the ninth we will be at this conference trying to the hell get our we marriage will. <laughs> no we will not trying to enhance this marriage karen mm-hmm. take it to the next mm-hmm. level mm-hmm. you don't want to get a two hundred thousand dollars sports car nope 
all right wow so you just gonna keep on pushing the you just gonna keep on on pushing the the, the uh, nissan huh i will push that bursa and keep it going buddy wow wow i guess you just can't can lead a across the water y'all but some people don't want to upgrade their cars Mm-mm. that bursa's paid for my nigga Mm-mm, i'm good uh married single or divorce single or divorce this relationship conference has something something specifically for you gray and his wife announced on sunday via their instagram accounts the conference announcement comes weeks after the celebrity preacher who leads relentless church in greenville was forced to defend his decision to purchase his wife a two hundred thousand dollar lamborghini years for their eighth wedding anniversary damn i guess he got the seven-year itch uh gray cited ephesians 5 as part of the fuel that drove him to lavish a venter with the expensive gift oh her name is a venter i never heard that before Mm -hmm. uh it's almost it also comes months after he admitted to his church that he married had he had marriage troubles Mm -mm -mm. well people still at church giving him his money the money so can't be uh too offensive Mm-mm. i'm good you gotta pay for them bills on that on that let me get somehow and it's gonna be through the conference mm-hmm. well i won't be going I'm, I'm gonna wait to the side chick pregnancy conference because uh, i know that's got to be coming next since uh you know his mistakes are now how he makes money um regina king promises women will make up 50 percent of her work staff on all future products come on i mean productions come on through yep she won a golden globe and then she gave a speech that was like we got to do better for these women right because you know she goes and she and she's probably surrounded by men and surrounded by white people you know it's very few brown people in certain positions so if they're there a lot of times they probably don't even get to interact with the um actors and actresses you know probably rarely unless you bring your own staff or certain things but some of them do because they're like oh i don't want to be bothered with certain things it's amazing how much um black women are at the forefront of changing stuff like this mm-hmm. because yeah. it was uh ava duvernay who i believe was the first ever woman to have a series produced uh directed by only women um and then uh later um season one of jessica jones did it after ava duvernay did season one of queen sugar but it was funny how much of the promotion for season one of jessica jones kept mentioning women directors women directors for every episode and it's like well ava already did that you know what i mean and if regina does this i guarantee she'll be the first woman to have 50 percent of women and you would think you would think because you know with other pocs and diversity initiatives and stuff you can make an argument you know um i, I understand you want to be overrepresented but let's be honest you can make an argument that well lgbtq people only represent blank percentage of this uh this uh type of person so uh that makes sense that we only have 12 percent of them working in the uh department that it's not like lgbtq people make up 50 percent of the population blah blah blah. but women literally do make up 50 percent of the population come on so there's never really an excuse that we all kind of see quote-unquote diversity as oh we got 13 percent of women in here in a room with mostly men diversity yeah because the the thing about it though is that even um the dude from uh that does rick and morty 
he was because he had was like uh kind of pushing against it but mm-hmm. he was saying when we let women on staff and let them fucking write he was like the shit yes women are fucking hilarious i do not know why people don't think women are funny women are fucking funny women have to have gallows humor in order to function in this fucked up ass world there's got to be shit that you laugh at or it should be fucking goddamn crying all the time well regina's not even just talking about comedy though well but but yeah but but even with like queen sugar and jessica jones people talking about they start talking about things that uh women actually have an eye for not that men don't but women actually have an eye for that uh men don't pay attention to because they don't think of the importance of certain things because you know and a lot of times women don't get the praise and the accolades that they deserve on certain things because a lot of times they want to give they want to strip women of their credit and they got to attribute that to some man you know versus just saying this woman did a good job yeah the thing for me is just um even if you were to make the argument women are exactly the same as men and see everything the same and they do everything the same and women are just basically men without the you know without being men right they're just men they're, they're just equal human beings how come no film set fucking reflects that right like why wouldn't that have happened already where we're just like yes for every man on this set there will be a woman on this set duh you know what i mean like why does it, there will be a non-man on the set for every man that just the math would just add up and <gasps> surprisingly sometimes maybe even less than 50 percent of the people on the staff would be the man it's weird that that hasn't happened already um but yeah she pledged to do that so often everyone out there they hear us on the red carpet and they say celebrities we're using the same time to talk about ourselves when we're up on the soapbox and using the moment to talk about the systemic things that are going on in life the reason why we do this is because we understand that our microphones are big and we're speaking for everyone i'm going to use my platform right now to say in the next two years everything that i produce i'm making a vow and it's going to be tough to make sure that everything i produce is 50 percent women i challenge anyone out there who's in a position of power not just in our industry in all industries i challenge you to challenge yourself self and stand with us in addition to bill street she was nominated for netflix's uh seven seconds yeah uh the other thing i like about this too is um you, like when it comes to the uh 50 mark or whatever it's going to get women who typically would not get a chance to have experience to now have experience on their resume right so one of the things they use against people that are marginalized is this shit where it's like well i want i went looking for women stunt women but i didn't find any women stunt women so we had to dress up some men in some wigs and when they did the stunts for a black widow and it's like mm, but how's a woman supposed to get to the level where she can do marvel stunts if you never hire her to do marvel stunts and she's never hired on any other projects to given chance to do stunts so of course the industry just keeps confirming itself it's how white comedians think they're funnier than everybody come on and they're like oh a black person got a show it's like well yeah if only white people are allowed only white men are allowed to be the ones on stage if every comedy show has five white men and one person that's not a white man guess what that means it means a bunch of people don't get opportunities so you can then turn around and go well why, why there are no funny people that aren't white men i mean they don't they don't even be on these shows like it's that shit so nah that's super dope of her and hopefully that'll change a ripple in the industry yeah you brought up a good point which i completely agree with it's always marginalized people that actually be like you know what fuck it nobody i'm looking around the room and nobody else 
has the initiative all these people got more power more resources more money than i have and they won't do jack shit so i'm gonna work with what i got to bring people up too you know and like you said a lot of times it is black women making these charges like you know what fuck it i'm gonna do it myself because y'all won't do it and give these people the experience so they can go on and do greater things in life yep um all right um what should we get into next let me see my time okay all right we're moving to some other stuff let's do some uh fucking with black people guys uh boom and i'm bringing up music and boom we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around uh the world to find different articles to make us feel fucked with and we assign points for us from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody yay terry cruz is back in the news uh he's being very vocal lately i don't know if he has a project he's promoting i think um brooklyn 99 has come back he has uh so maybe he's talking about that but he's been on some several different shows he went on uh and he, he's like called out kevin hart and was like kevin you need to go ahead and apologize for real and all this stuff which is interesting because i remember he had some comments about trans people that i don't remember how that got resolved i definitely have to go look that back up but uh i think it's dope to see terry cruz using his voice to call out another you know straight man and be like hey what's up with this shit anyway he was on what's watch what happens live with andy uh Is, this must be the show because everybody be on this show they do be on this show that's correct um at the real housewives or some shit and uh he got asked terry dominique r wants to know who support surprised you the most when you spoke out about uh the sexual assault that you experienced wow who support surprised me the most um you know to be honest with you uh uh, when it first happened, there was none right for a long time. But but I have to say that the people who surprised me the most were black women. Black men did not want any part of it. Really, all all my support came from black women, mm. straight up. That's so, and that's that's kind of wild. It was oh. it, it shocked me. It shocked my family. It shocked everybody because I thought, oh my god, you know, here here I am as a black man saying some things that we've all been through. And a lot of guys just was like, man, you weak, you sorry, you should have hit him, you should have knocked him out, you should have did all this stuff. And black women were like, no, no, it doesn't work like that. Right. And yeah. I was I was shocked at the split within my own You community. really noticed that? That was wow, wild, man. Wow. It was deep. Wow. It was yeah. deep. Let's go to Elizabeth. Yep. Um, that's also that thing where I, where I talk about... Um, especially when we talk about patriarchy and um toxic masculinity within the black community and we talk about black male privilege and all this shit this is why when i talk about these things a lot of people think i'm coming down on us straight black men cishead black men no what i'm coming down on is this system that is fucking with us too we are being hurt by this as well yes the fact that we cannot look at that brother and be like that was fucked up that happened to you you didn't do anything wrong you're not less of a man you deserve to have the same dignity you deserve to have the same bodily autonomy and uh we support you 
you know and whatever you need from us as a community we down to come get this justice for you that was the only right response to him and instead you got prominent other celebrity black men making jokes about him um 50 cent you know clowning him um and 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 for the record he has a really good sense of humor about this like i've seen him do interviews and where he's able to laugh at it while also being like but for real you know i mean because he's a comedic actor and he's funny i know that he gets the gallows humor of it and stuff but there's a serious side to this that is us trying to make him feel like less of a man most of y'all don't want to be caught nowhere around terry cruz if some hands is about to get thrown no you don't so that less of a man shit don't even really fly but the fact that you would try it that internet would try it, social media other celebrities would try it because you can hide behind a screen or you can like pick at him and take him down and the fact that it was black women that had his back to be like nah this is fucked up you know this is not right what you know um we need to lead the charge to get this executive out of here name his name and we will fucking help you and support you in any way we can to make sure this dude is gone you know that's one of the things when we talk about black male privilege and a lot of black men go i don't there is no black male privilege but we're 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 chastised as a race black men are always have somebody coming down on us what about oppression this is it you know this is the people in our community that even that have suffered under us coming together to support us when we don't always support them that's still a level of privilege that black women would be like i'm gonna love you in spite of everything i'm gonna support you in spite of everything i'm not gonna mock you and call you less of a man or some fucking like slur some name uh i'm just going to love and support you and say you're 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 not wrong you're not weak you're not bad and you deserve justice and we love you and we're gonna help you get it and we're gonna lift you up and he was surprised by it you know what i'm saying and 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 i guess my i guess my question is why was he surprised by it we the we're the only fucking people that support any goddamn thing i think our money we give our time we're gonna support when all else fails i think he was surprised in the way that um a lot one we take a lot of shit for granted as black men straight black men specifically we take a lot for granted okay um two i think he legitimately was surprised because he didn't want to tell the world because he thought everyone would come down on him i'm sure he was down on himself why didn't i hit that motherfucker you know i'm gonna lose my job white comedians that he thought were his friends were telling him don't say shit this is my agent you're going to fuck up the money so i'm not shocked that he was uh surprised i think honestly karen um it is surprising as a black man anytime you show weakness and anyone supports you quote unquote weakness in quotes that's why you got men that don't cry in front of their wives and shit because they expect no matter how loving this person has been they have now seen me not at the alpha male status that i'm supposed to be they have seen me not be the hyper masculinity that i'm supposed to be you know yeah i mean i get men fucking confuse me <laughs> because if you're in a relationship with a woman and this woman loves you and cares about you you're not gonna be on all the fucking time every second you're with her ain't gonna be beating my chest on the fucking man she's gonna see you and vulnerable like i don't that's part of being a goddamn human being you're not a robot 
i i hear it but at the same time one you got society's influence coming in on people being like this is how you be a man you gotta hold it in that's why black men don't go to the doctor men in general don't go to the doctor and shit um the other thing too though is a lot of men have been betrayed by women that you would think would see you at this at this way and be like i can still respect that so it's not even necessarily yeah, yeah, like it's easy to talk this theoretical shit but so not not everyone knows how they're going to handle the day that their husband or their boyfriend or whatever is crying or isn't the strong man he's supposed to be you know and you know as fragile as the male fucking ego is they might they might not even be able to handle that moment it's it's a you know it's like a you don't drop your guard often and then when you do the person picking it up gotta be almost perfect or it's gonna be a problem because because we don't even let that guard down often yeah, I mean, I've, uh, but like I said, and like I said, I do understand that because patriarchy, women have bought into it too. Because there's a lot of women that will tell you that they don't want their, they don't want no soft man, they don't want their man crying, you know, uh, and actually uh, humiliate men based off of that. Uh, but I think that for most women, they're very, very understanding to the fact that you're a human being, and society, particularly patriarchy. It hurts everybody, but it hurts men the most because it, it allows, it's like anger is about the only emotion. Anger and just being funny. Other than that, you right. basically can't show any form of emotion, and that's not realistic. And I, and, and I guess for me, being a woman, a, women are forced to talk. They're forced to speak. They're forced to go through the emotional roller coasters. They're forced to deal with things. Like, like they're forced to to, to look with inside themselves. They're, they're forced to, if something happened to me, let me call my girlfriend, and we can sit and talk this shit out, and I can cry, and I can go through go through the necessary steps to help me get through this process Versus holding and and having a fucking big ass ball that I don't know what to do with that sits inside of me every fucking day and goddamn kills me and kills everybody around me because the, the energy from that has to come out somewhere and it comes out in your family and your friends and your loved ones and 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 it ends up being very devastating to the to that man and to the people around him that actually loves him. Right, but we're not talking about the people around him. He's talking about black women in general, people on the internet, strangers you know what i mean terry cruz did not expect that response from everybody yeah but and i and i'm saying as a celebrity as someone at the focal point of something i understand why he wouldn't have that trust why would i fucking trust these people not everybody's a good person not everybody's rooting for you a lot of times people do do you know the amount of shit we mock you know what i'm saying tyrese was crying and shit who was making an argument about supporting that nigga nobody it was a meme why would he expect people to take it serious why would he expect to be supported i don't understand why that's such a disconnect he's not going to his family this isn't i'm sure his wife supported him he didn't say i was surprised my wife supported me he was surprised that black women in mass via social media and stuff were like no we support you terry cruz we're not gonna mock you the way that everybody else turned around and mocked you your white people mocked you your friends mocked you uh black men mocked you we're gonna have your back i can understand because he's they're not living on t- twitter 24 7 they're not fucking black intersectional feminist and shit like that they don't really know the real the room until it happens i don't i don't think him being surprised is that surprising but 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 i i guess, I guess from my perspective the reason why i said that is because women deal with this and that's the connection people 
people are actually real people they're real human being real women out there that actually care have concern for people and 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 i guess my thing is and maybe it's a disconnect for me maybe i don't understand but with black women are the only people that support so i'm like where's the surprise we the only people that fucking support because it's not always that way look at the gen we talk about the gender wars on this show karen we talk about it flip the genders yes. flip the genders on something how many times do people pop change sides how many times child support arguments uh domestic violence situations all the fucking time we watch it happen live like it was like boom uh someone so getting divorced uh it's a woman that cheated wow girl you got to get you some dick on the side you know like it's really about what's convenient at that moment and some so i can get not knowing who's going to support you and that's why it is brave to talk about these things that's why it does require a level of um of anytime you're talking about sexual assault man woman whatever it does require a level of bravery because you actually don't know the response yeah like i said i i don't know i i have a big disconnect because i guess i'm talking from my personal perspective i know i wouldn't go out there and shame that man but that's just me right and apparently i'm the fucking oddball and the internet is i'm not calling you an oddball but i just know that you okay when kevin hart got sexually assaulted what happened then people criticized him was out where was people mocked him was was black women out here supporting him do you remember it? right it was when it was kevin hart and he was drunk clearly in, like incoherent clearly being filmed without his consent um and and was being and the video came from a friend who extorted him right and it was so we wrong. knew it was fucked up right it was a joke what was all that well brother stay strong shit it just for the gender wars it was you cheated on your ex-wife here you go cheating on your new wife we there will be no conversation about consent around you that like you don't know until you until it happens to be honest i don't think he's wrong to be surprised here because you just don't know some pe- people could have just as easily been like you big ass nigga uh <laughs> you let some gay white man hold you whatever you know it could have been that easy it could have been you just never fucking know i'm not saying i'm not i think it's a pleasant surprise to find that there are people that will support you but i don't think it's a given just because we've seen how fickle shit is if they like you hey well i got your back same thing can happen to somebody they don't like and it's fuck them we've seen it we yeah, talk I, about it every now, day now I've, I've actually seen people do that now now that perspective i do uh 100 agree with but 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 i guess i'm talking about <laughs> i guess just in in bigger just just in everyday life mm-hmm. black women are the only people that support mm-hmm. and they just happen to come out online to support you because i guess in masses they like you if you was a fuck-ass nigga they wouldn't say anything apparently mm-hmm. but you know my thing is black women always support well so it depends like, on what you own though because they black women support different shit but it depends yes, on what do. you want because you can find support from other motherfuckers yes you can Tariq she don't need black women support he's not getting by with that oh no you know what no, i mean no, no, some no, of these no, motherfuckers no. have decided that they will forego black women's support and even make anti-black women their 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 brand sometimes so you know in this situation i feel that i feel what you're saying which is like why couldn't he just have understood that yes we are going to support you um and i'm telling you why because we've watched people flip on a dime we've watched it we cover it on this show every fucking day 
where we're like well you know i've seen people handle the situation this way and i've seen people respond that way and it just really depends on the person you know we've seen stuff happen with cardi that people are like oh now that's fine and then someone else do the same thing and they're like that motherfucker's trash we've seen it uh, yes we have. if you're a celebrity and you're living it how are you supposed to know for a fact this is what will happen it's okay that he was surprised i think it might you know i understand if you disagree but to me it's okay that he was surprised i don't trust nobody either i'd be fucking surprised i'd be surprised with certain shit too you know where i'm like oh okay so y'all do understand my point cool all right because sometimes i'm you, i said i karen i said i cried at black panther on twitter i had to mute the tweet that's how many people fucking mocked me and it wasn't just black men you see what i'm saying it's you don't know until it happens and that is the trust of it but it's also the gamble of it and it's also why a lot of black men don't want to come out of that box you know what i mean or or maybe you don't understand what i mean but my point my point is uh as someone that is a black man that does have this box and there's like i said there's privilege to it because more often than not we're the ones who do get supported for shit like this even when we don't necessarily deserve it or don't have a history of the past for it i understand you know and i'm sure it's frustrating but i have been on that other side of that too you know i'm just like oh man i cried at at the end of black panther i never felt seen like this before karen my mentions were flooded flooded for days you know ah these the bitch ass nigga and then and like i said not just black men yeah because women buy into it too i'm I'm right so how would he be so why would terry cruz not why would he know what to expect for sure that's all why can't he be surprised like okay they did hear me and have my back on this why can't he be surprised and 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 i guess for me i understand the perspective and when you talk about the internet yes the internet is very fickle and so when you put it out on the internet because I, I think, like, in real everyday life, I'm like, we don't want the fucking people to support. What the fuck is this? But when you put it on the internet, you just don't know how people are going to respond. It's, they're either your fave or they're not. You either like them or they don't. He's, you know, uh, to the best of my knowledge, he ain't out here, you know, talking shit about black women and shit like that. So from that perspective, I, I could understand him being surprised from that perspective. But I guess from like everyday life, I'm like, fuck, we the only people that goddamn support. We're here standing supporting when nobody else is. We the only one that, that care about us and you too. Yeah, and also, I mean, this is what abuse does to people. It relies, it robs you of your sense of reality. Like it, it is, it makes you feel paranoid and like everyone's going to mock you. Like you shouldn't even tell anybody. You should be ashamed of yourself. You know, and I understand how in his head he was scared you know like oh, yes, that i understand that like i get what i get why he was surprised and this is not you know not that it should matter but this is not some black man married to some white woman that he was like i didn't think black women would ever be nice to me this is not some coon shit he does have a black wife you know but i can get why he's like i don't know everybody and some of these people i've seen how they turned on other folks correct it could be my turn on the summer drum screen and i don't fucking know and that's why that's that's why anyone speaking out about sexual assault sexual abuse is a level of brave because it's a big risk we see what happens when people come forward people still vilifying little girls on our we just talked about this this week 
people vilify little black girls this big black man was he it was gonna be different for him you see what i'm saying i get why he would feel that way i don't think i I, I do i like i said i i i i understand from the perspective is that when you deal with people in general but particularly people online like that's the thing you put it out there and it's just it is what it is you don't know what's going to happen yeah that that's how i took his comments you know not you know and also to be honest terry cruz is one of the first people i saw overwhelming support for in that way because like i said we we saw what happened with kevin hart it wasn't that's not what happened we did not get no overwhelming support from anyone black women or anyone the only people that even really seemed to think of maybe it was some sort of sexual assault were people that were actually trolling for the most part it was a lot of well you know so this how y'all feminists do you see it was that type of response terry cruz was a genuine response of a lot of uh and mostly black women saying this is not right and he became more emboldened and outspoken he actually ended up from what i saw anyway on social media he learned a lot about feminism intersectionality um uh and other issues he learned on the fly in front of everybody which is scary as hell yes and and obviously credit to him credit to the women that supported him credit to all the people that uh you know uh he i'm sure he read and was educated by and all that stuff but i think in hindsight it's just easy for us to be like yeah why didn't you know that yeah it's hindsight at the day that this shit was happening i'm sure he was like fuck i'm gonna tell the world this thing and, and everyone's gonna hate me everyone's gonna say terry is just a fucking joke calm down why didn't you beat him up you know i know that's what he thought and then a lot of people did and then black women were like but not us and that was dope that's dope on black women's part yeah now now that perspective i i agree with you on for the fact that you don't know how people are going to respond to things when you put things out there uh but i guess for me uh it kind of i don't know it's kind of it's kind of frustrating for me Mm -hmm. you know hearing him say that and like i say i understand what you're saying i comprehend what you're saying and i agree uh but like i said from from my perspective i feel as though it's like well damn dog (laughs) you know and like i said i think it's just something to trigger within me i'm going to who the fuck else is supporting black men you know but i got to understand like you said you're talking about the internet you're talking about people that are very fickle people that kind of sway and go back and forth with the wind and like you said as sexes changes i'm on the right side today i'm on the left side tomorrow so from that perspective i understand why he would be surprised to get any support but from my perspective i'm like damn dog we the only one support when nobody else is what the fuck you mean you goddamn surprised we the only one showing up for any goddamn thing for anybody this 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 a marginalized people lgbtq we there we there for everybody well um yeah I, I you know i under that i understand how you feel um like i said uh the only other thing i would throw out there too though is um the question that he was asked was who was he surprised by so he was asked that question so mm-hmm. the the fact that he was surprised in his answer or whatever um you know i think is kind of like a loaded it's kind of a loaded question anyway if he would have asked the same if he if andy would have said who did you feel most supported by and when you said right. black women would you feel the same way or is just the word surprised yes 
okay yeah and like i said i think that surprise thing is mostly a feature of the question you know um and i i think if he would have asked him who he felt the most supported by um it would have still been um you know black women so uh at any rate um and then it's also the catch-22 because if you take the shit for granted and just be like well of course they better support me then it's also like this not appreciative shit you know so I, i don't even know what the right answer for that shit is um it's just the fact that the question was framed a certain way he answered the question as it was framed and then i can understand the word surprise maybe triggering or 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 being kind of almost like borderline offensive but i i don't know i think I, you know i've expressed how i felt yeah and 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 and, and i don't you know because like you say he was answering the question honestly and and he truly was surprised because he go with all these people out here and like you said you see people dog people out all the time you see them flip and flop and he was like i don't know how people are going to respond and with shit like that you get in your own mind you get in your own head you just don't know how it's going to be received um and particularly being a celebrity where people strip you strip you of your humanity a lot of times and it's one thing uh and, and like i said like i said it and it, 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 it does boil down to just the surprise thing because i was like what you know but also i understand his perspective and i think for me particularly um being a black woman like you say it's 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 it's, it's a balance there because you know we do support sometimes we don't need to support Mm -hmm. and then sometimes uh a lot of times our support is taken for granted when we opt out right well my other thing though is i'll throw out there and i don't mean this is any disrespect obviously but black women are fallible like everybody else Mm -hmm. and there's sometimes when you know shit happens and black women not rushing in to save everybody and they're not um you know turning the other cheek and they don't agree and they don't and sometimes they do join in 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 the fucked up things that other people within the culture are doing so it's not always that i understand being surprised by people in general because i have a very low value and opinionation evaluation of people in general you know and i don't think anyone's going to change that in my lifetime but you know it's dope when people are good and when people do but i've seen people not support folks for the pettiest of fucking reasons uh, yes i have to and i and it hasn't been like a one-off Mm-mm. i've seen it you know you follow you follow the posts of certain shit anybody can do it anyone can be like fuck that shit you know i've seen uh black women be extremely transphobic before um you know to a point where i had to like say something and be like what is this like come on now and it's not fair to expect them to be more woke than anybody you know obviously but it's like you almost want to be like hey like this shit is trickled down if if you feel this way about somebody as soon as the group isn't you well then how can you look at men and be like how do y'all treat us this way because they looking at you going well you treat gay people this way you know a lot of people this is what privilege does to everybody correct you know um but anyway yeah i i didn't it's a catch-22 i really think if the question was framed a different way we wouldn't even be having this discussion agreed so i'll just put it that way um all right um and like i said that's no shade to black women just black women are human it's not yes you know i'll never be over here pandering or you know i I low-key hate the like kings and queens and you know the black one black girl magic like people fuck up that's okay too you still can love people that fuck up 
you know everybody don't got to get everything right all the time and we all learn shit at our own pace you know and i and like i said and i don't don't write in with your examples because i really don't want to have a lot of examples but i recognize and understand there's a lot of black men that have felt and have been quote unquote betrayed in their moments of weakness yes because they they finally do open up about something and they get shut down by somebody they get shut down by a black woman in some type of way that you know to them it's like well this validates me holding all my shit inside and and because men rarely open up those moments become more fucked up because they're so fragile they got all this toxic masculinity programming it's like you got to handle like a fucking egg and the women are like i'm fucking sick and tired of i get the rough treatment and you get to be fucking like you're crying so let me fucking be nice i get it you know what i mean i understand that that you know that's asking a lot of people yes that is and it's still a privilege in there no matter how you try to spend it it's gonna always be this privilege of being a black man in a society of black people where we get to come first all the fucking time no matter what you know we just reviewed uh raising in the sun yesterday it was our first Mm -hmm. time watching it yes and that was my sole real critique of the film was like damn you know like even after all this shit it really came down to this black man's ego getting sated first and then everybody could be happy after him he was a dick yeah um so anyway it was uh i did not think we would talk about that that long so um (laughs) my bad (laughs) wow no it's not your bad i'm I'm glad you're passionate about it and stuff yeah because i just the way he said it i'm like what do you mean (laughs) yep uh accused of florida rape 70 years ago four black men get posthumous uh pardons seven decades after being accused of raping a white woman four african-american men were posthumously pardoned on friday the pardons of samuel shepherd walter irvin charles Greenlee, and ernest thomas known as the groveland four follow a long violent story that has been symbolic of racial injustice in the state and in jim crow america make no mistake these men were victims desantis said last month isn't desantis the racist dude I, I don't know desantis it, florida the, the 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 what is the preposterous what what is that posthumously word? posthumously after you die ah so mm-hmm. so they did it after these people died yeah okay because i was like i i was trying to figure out okay they got part and i was like well okay but then i was like that must mean that, that must mean something different than what i'm comprehending pretty sure this dude's racist hold on uh give me a second y'all i gotta do so something. they didn't even live to see it um well i said 70 years ago so we'll see yeah the saints is racist so this is like trump pardoning somebody i don't trust it Mm-mm. uh and, and then posthumously yeah 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 they dead yeah posthumously yeah because when you said they was dead i thought the people were still around but i'm like mm. 70 years that's a long time four men who have their history wrongly written for crimes they did not commit the history began in 1949 in the heart of florida on the dead end rural road outside of groveland norma paget then 17 years old told police she was abducted and raped by four black men after their car broke down greenlee irvin and shepherd were charged in prison and beaten that night in the basin of the county jail shepherd's family home was burned to the ground by an angry mob thomas also blamed for the alleged crime escaping escaped into the surrounding swamps where he was hunted down hunted for more than 30 hours by an armed deputized posse of approximately a thousand men with bloodhounds good god according to a detailed apology offered to the men by state legislators in 2017 thomas was shot dead before being either charged or tried 
Greenlee, who was 16 at the time, was sentenced to life in prison by an all-white jury. Irvin and Shepard, both World War II veterans, were sentenced to death. The capital case was appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court, which ordered a retrial. But before the second trial could begin, they were attacked again. Lake County, Florida, Sheriff Willis McCall who would later say he was acting in self-defense, drove the two handcuffed men into the countryside and shot them. Irvin was wounded. Shepard died on the spot. At his tri- next trial, Irvin, who was represented by a future U.S. Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall, was sentenced to death again. Several years later, the sentence was commuted to life in prison. He died in 1969, just one year after being released on parole. Greenlee was released from prison in 1962 and lived until 19 until he was 78 in 2012 at the uh friday meeting of the florida board of executive clemency in tallahassee Padgett spoke publicly for the first time about the case according to the orlando senate sentinel the 86 year old did not retract their allegations i'm begging y'all not to get a pardon because they did it Padgett said if you do you're going to be just like them the Flo- former governor of florida rick scott had rejected calls to pardon the men even at the state as a state legislator lake county and city of groveland issued apologies to the men and their families but desantis who promised to pardon during his campaign for office called the cases a miscarriage of justice greenlee and Padgett's estranged husband who was with her the night of the alleged rape both denied that greenlee had ever even ever met his accuser later a criminologist criminologist told a court that he thought law enforcement officers had manufactured forensic evidence in Irvin's case the groveland forward sent a piece in the book the devil in the grove which won the Pulitzer prize in 2013 and helped bring that story to national spotlight on friday family members of the men spoke directly to paget greenlee's son uh thomas and her ac- accusation said her accusation that subsequent arrest of her, his father resonated throughout his own life he wasn't there for birthdays he wasn't there to help with homework he was just he was just was not there you put someone into a situation where you not only affect him but the whole family so uh yeah zero to 100 oh 100 oh yeah uh 100 for sure what about the terry cruz thing we didn't even score it what'd you say what do you give it oh it was- <laughs> Mm-hmm. i forgot what was playing my bad mm-hmm. <laughs> i get out of 50 50 all right um i get a terry cruz thing a zero i wasn't really fucked with by it i understood what he was trying to say um all right let's get to uh some uh guess the race all right now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles all over the globe and we uh we try to score wait we try to find out who did the crimes and shit like that uh and everybody playing this races and karen is playing along with everybody too and she is also a racist all right <laughs> that was terrible Are we talking about say we trying to score the racism too i don't know what that was that was horrible sorry about that everybody karen was just karen threw me off my game in here guys oh karen oh Oh, gee i would i want you to stop okay i told you this is why i can't concentrate that's not me (laughs) a strip club dancer allegedly invokes trump's name hurls shot glass and slaps a patron well goddamn a strip club dancer was arrested after throwing a shot glass at a customer before slapping the back of his head (laughs) wow 
it was 11 20 p.m january 2nd the post gentleman club had some cops called two men aged 23 and 22 said they were sitting at the bar when the 25 year old dancer approached them with an offer for a private dance according to the sheriff's report the older man said the dancer repeatedly uh was repeatedly bothering the two of them about the dance offer the younger man said the dancer got very angry at them for rebuffing her according to the report the men uh and the dancer uh got into it where the dancer called them racist and told them you must love trump because you're racist as she continued to yell at them and invoke the president's name the younger man then bought her a shot of alcohol in an effort to calm her instead she picked up the shot glass threw it at the older man's head but missed she then whacked him in the back of the head with an open hand causing his hat to fly off was it a make america great again hat must have been with the help of the club's manager a deputy reviewed security vid- video which showed the dancer throwing the shot glass and hitting the patron neither man touched the dancer the deputy talked to the dancer who said she'd been drinking most of the night and appeared to be highly intoxicated she said that after she had offered the dance to the two men the older one called her a racist name she told the police that the remark upset her very much because she had never been the victim of racism before as for the alleged actions she said she accidentally dropped her drink on the ground <laughs> she did not hit anyone the report stated she they suggest- bought you a drink so you could calm down and you were like fuck that she suggested that the angle of the video camera somehow made it look as if she had struck the man Mm-mm. as for his hat flying off she theorized that as her shot glass hit the floor the force of the splashing liquor perhaps blasted the hat from his head the, the 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 do you know they put two thimbles in a fucking shot glass it's a shot glass what kind of csi would that be the dancer erica l white of peoria was arrested and taken into peoria county jail where she was booked on a felony charge aggravated battery she was also she's also wanted in mclean county on the dui warrant what? Oh, God what i'm so surprised she was released uh january 4th at the posting 180 dollars cash bail karen guess the race of erica l white erica l white is black okay let's check the chat room and see what they believe no trump in the champagne room black <laughs> black black what did the finger say to the face slap black girl what is you working with back that ass up black girl what are you working with that's diamond from players club terry cruz supporter black they probably had to turn down the motley crew music white black <laughs> latina black black the correct answer is you should have got it from the contest clue she was black oh that's the wrong that's the wrong applause sorry i meant this applause Uh, some of you did miss it oh yeah yeah she very black she looked like tiffany haddish would play her in the movie about her yeah mm-hmm yep She's she a, did that y'all some racist she was a, i guess i need a full body shot to see why they turned down the lap dance because i mean come on i guess no, but nobody really wants an angry lap dance you know no, you, who wants an angry lap dance that's a, that's too much pressure that's too much aggression baby you want me um <laughs> not like this all right let's go to the next one um two people were arrested after a fight during a church play 
a fight that allegedly broke out during a church christmas parade on sunday december 16th resulted in the arrest of two floyd county residents according to documents filed in the florida district court the fight started between two females before the christmas play began in church and it spilled outside with the husband the boyfriend of those women uh several assaults were reported in the case files including the injury to a child the child's mother and grandmother and the preachers claim that he was punched when he was trying to break up the fight just a man of god trying to break up the fight and he gonna get punched Mm-mm-mm. um the girlfriend tabitha ann compton 20 arrived with mark anthony gilliam 21 at tremble got chapel church in prestonburg with his chi- where his children were in a play called the gift that counts a verbal confrontation between compton and gilliam's wife turned physical and spilled outside um gilliam allegedly choked his wife the wife's oh. mother yeah the wife's mother was holding a young child and was knocked to the ground by compton uh while police arrived the entire con- congregation was standing around the parking lot with a pickup truck blocking the road according to the court documents congregation members stated they blocked the road to keep the insiders from leaving gilliam allegedly lunged at an officer when gilliam was told to turn around and remove his hands from his pockets when the officer attempted to put handcuffs on gilliam gilliam refused to put his hands behind his back and pulled away compton 20 faces misdemeanor charges of fourth degree assault child abuse second degree disorderly conduct according to court records she pleaded not guilty according to floyd county chronicle and times gilliam 21 was charged with two counts of fourth degree assault one of which is listed as child abuse second degree disorderly conduct menacing and resisting arrest according to court files in the floyd county uh chronicle the following day tremble chapel church pastor david bowling filed a separate complaint against gilliam alleging that gilliam hit him in the face while he was trying to separate the fight gilliam was charged with fourth degree assault gilliam pleaded not guilty and the judge ordered him to stay away from the victims in the case Mm-mm-mm. guess the race black karen's compton going. black karen's going black let's check the chat room assaulted a cop and didn't die white 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 cut the crap white i know i'm they are doing some pretty white shit y'all but somebody got the name of compton white 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 nobody got shot white lunged at an officer didn't die white church let out all time i'ma say black and white so only karen and june going black um pickup truck shit it's a lot of pressure riding on this one i know Mm-hmm. you know what I, against my nature i'm gonna go white okay all right uh karen is going white so that means june is the only one that went black and the correct answer is white you got it okay. um some of you did miss it Compton's just a place where black people are from from it doesn't really mean black people got the last name compton yeah we got ford trucks and and acting the fool and shit mm-hmm. and then nobody got killed right people was fighting cops no one Resisting got shot and officers 
right smack it everybody up white people acting up at the damn nativity nativity scene all right and the church didn't have 45 names stop it right now this is stupid this is absolutely ridiculous get get out of here we are adults and this is ridiculous hit the crap all right bonus round Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, double the points, double the race. In the bonus round against the race so far, Karen is two for two. Woo-hoo! Can she keep it up? I'ma try. Let's find out together, shall we? Alright, Karen. Bonus round. Everything's double the racism. Okay. Um uh wyoming pennsylvania police say a woman smashed her way into a closed pennsylvania police station looking for an officer she'd been sexually harassing ever since he arrested her holy shit that's some pressure right there come on he must have arrested her real good police say he must have put them cups on real sexy police say 27 year old ashley keister of nan he must be like hey girl i'm gonna have to arrest you right he must have been like one of those stripper grams except come on he was actually just a police officer a regular police officer but like this he was doing his normal ass job but what she heard was hey girl mm-hmm. we got some we got a we got a noise complaint yeah that's what she heard what that's right we got a noise complaint let me go ahead and uh strip out of these shorts i know put on your red dress what was it what where this music coming from you got the right to remain silent yes, all over do. my body that's what she heard but the officer was probably just doing normal shit mm-hmm. going yes ma'am can i see your license and registration right oh i'm gonna register your ass for some of this pussy would you like my number also officer Mm-hmm. you got a license for some of that dick sir because i got that license <laughs> you got a license to kill this pussy uh yeah police say it's 27 <laughs> police say he didn't know what was happening i just to kill this pussy yeah charge and batter his ass <laughs> assault assault and batter yeah charge and batter assault and batter <laughs> you battering something the baby batter come on police say 27 year old ashley keister of nanticoke used a large cigarette butt receptacle to smash glass doors into the west uh wyoming police building around 12 45 a.m monday once inside she started rummaging through filing cabinets <laughs> what's she looking for where's his Any, number anything to get him back on the scene I smell like him over here west wyoming police chief curtis no no sarah says keister uh had been under investigation for harassing the officer who arrested her last year he says she sent sexually harassing messages on social media and would call 911 just to talk to him holy shit <laughs> what somebody be like help help i'm dying ma- ma- ma'am i got to go no you're <laughs> gonna hang right here my house is on fire hello 911 how can we help you is he there <laughs> put him on the phone right now put him on the phone ashley ashley you can't keep doing this this is 911 put i just want to talk to him for a little bit okay please don't be this way i got a class a felony and the a is for ass (laughs) ma'am ma'am we're gonna need for you to stop playing on our phone line (laughs) 
can we talk yes. for a minute <laughs> ma'am please stop playing Tevin Campbell in the background no 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 he don't want to know you in fact he knows your name right Ashley no don't make us come out there I mean I don't mind if y'all gotta arrest me again just can you make sure it's Officer Jones <laughs> the break in was I know this <laughs> she's out doing crimes i know they was like we're gonna have to charge you for a, a, a misdemeanor number three family. oh i got all three ways he can do all types mm-hmm. of shit to me i need to be searched thoroughly yes because i definitely stuck some things inside of myself <laughs> oh okay we will have a female officer come out and do that no oh no, no I, it's an emergency no. he needs to do this mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. and only one man got the mm-hmm. fix i need to be strip searched ma'am mm. ma'am please quit calling our phone line is that your police baton are you just happy to see me it is my police baton ma'am please back up it is absolutely my police baton i see you bought your cuffs this time <laughs> man i always buy, bring my cuffs there on my side what are we talking about here <laughs> the break-in was caught on surveillance cameras keister was charged with aggravated assault on a police officer burglary and vandalism uh, a message was left with her public defender seeking comment guess the race oh this is a white woman all right let's check the chat room breaking into the police station into did she walk up to the office when they was open it was like there was like ma'am he's not here and we are closed and she was like i'll be back i'll be back uh stalking a cop white fatal attraction with a 53 percent haircut white whiter than a kaiser roll with double mayo and unseasoned lunch meat white trying to get into jail versus getting out white as mayo <laughs> mixed with saltine cracker sour cream half and half and long grain uncle ben's rice she did flip the script white white as fuck i would not be ignored white 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 only a white person breaks into the police station white oh she whitey white cooking a rabbit in your pot white calling 911 for its unintended purposes white uh yo guys i listened to that whole kevin hart interview um he said a lot of things but you want to know what bothered me the most he said multiple times intensive purposes oh it ain't for all intensive purposes that's not how that's it's intent and purposes and what killed me the worst was one time he said it right so he said intensive purposes like three times and then the fourth time he was like you know because whatever your intents and purposes are i was like this this nigga he knew oh sorry i don't know why that shit bothered me that was the one that bothered me of all the things you said so much shit and i was that was the one where i was like this nigga canceled all right anyway back to this white let me smell your uh your dick officer white the correct answer is and of course you guys went unanimous on this and you all got it white that's all right there i know after a while they was like don't don't answer tell them i'm not here <laughs> yeah they don't got call id right oh I, I guess you got to answer every time in 911 just right. in case just in case real people are dying ma'am get off my telephone be like now nah, be like uh yes 911 can i help you hi this is ashley and i got a code 69 going mm, off in my bedroom mm, right no, now ashley it's an we, emergency we can send an officer down um officer i needed to be officer jones no. if it's not officer jones mm. i keep it no on our record we only are sending female officers ma'am uh then uh can you send them on out and then that means officer jones will be in the, in the police department unprotected so <laughs> that's that's even better send them all over here all the women tell them stay away from my man too 
bitches uh <laughs> sore ratchet this time oh my god Mm-mm-mm. that's they they really flipped the script on that one come on heard the police stalking women never heard the other way around i know she broke into that shit she was like look i'm gonna find him Yeah, I'm like everybody else. What the hell does he look like? Because the way she acted, he got to be fine. I was a good dick over there. What? Um, argument over a car leads to swing. Uh, yeah, he uh, he uh, showed up and all she hears, I got the magic stick. Hey! <laughs> He's like, what? Where's this music coming from, ma'am? That was his. This uh, is not reality that was uh, on his car um yes! that was that was, instead of him turning on the um siren that was what that was what came on <laughs> yeah. ma'am you are under arrest why are you looking at me like that you can arrest me any day baby Woo! <laughs> i'm gonna need you to to to, to put your hands behind hey! you pull that magic stick out baby do that thing ma'am can you please stop can you stop grinding on me can you please stop grinding on me i cannot arrest me (laughs) do i want you to do bodily harm to me officer hey I'm gonna need you to strip search me. You sure you don't want to yeah, strip search me? Strips. In, in fact, I go ahead and start. I go ahead and start for you. <laughs> I definitely got something on me. I got something. I got. If not, I can go find something to put on me. <laughs> I got a little surprise in here for you. I need you to find it. Can you strip search me with your teeth? Yes, all your teeth in your hands. Um, she was like, "Touch my body." Hey, he was like, "What the hell is this?" Uh gainesville man was arrested after being accused of arming himself with a samurai sword and swinging it at his brother wow white according to he was white according to gainesville police arrest report andrew william mangus was in a uh argument over his using his brother's car his brother refused because he claimed that mangus was drunk and had a suspended license well those are two valid reasons <laughs> right i don't understand where the problem came in right you ain't got to do i wouldn't let you drive either swords make people irrational mangus armed herself with a pocket knife and reportedly said i'll kill you when his brother (laughs) when his brother tried to get the car keys back after being disarmed mangus then grabbed a samurai sword and started swinging it toward him his brother managed to remove the sword and called gpd when questioned by police mangus claimed that he grabbed a knife in self-defense and denied ever grabbing the sword mangus was arrested and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and battery he is in county jail on twenty thousand dollars bond that's crazy right and you know his brother might have saved his life come on don't know why i appreciate good brothers but he might have saved that motherfucker's life he's been wrapped around some pole somewhere right or kill somebody else and you got the nerve to come in with a sword are you out your motherfucking mind nigga (sighs) people crazy all right guys that's it for today boneless wings are just chicken nuggets already dipped in the sauce thank you for coming to my ted talk (laughs) until next time i love you i love you too